This is for the others out there, the other ambitious people who want to play at a higher level in their life. It's time to get curious and get real. Join me, and together, let's find the others. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of Find the Others Podcast, Joshua Church, your host here, and I am grateful to have you all back with me for another week, another episode of Hump Day Hype. I'm super excited to chat with you all about this concept here, which is the concept of stress. Everybody's so stressed out, and I'm here to tell you that stress is a good thing, but I'm going to elaborate because there's actually two kinds of stress, and most people don't know this. So I'm going to talk to you a little bit about the two kinds of stress and how you can actually use stress and use your perception of stress to help you get more done, to actually be more present and more grateful and to grow even more. So there's two kinds of stress here. Most people just say, oh, I'm stressed. Stress is bad. We have a negative association with stress, but stress is how we grow. We don't grow if we have nothing. If you you don't want to be stressed out, go sit on your couch. Go sit on your couch for a day. See how that feels on your body. Two days. See how that feels. Most people get so stagnant and so bored so quickly. And I think this is a big problem that we actually have in our generation is that there's apathy, there's confusion, there's boredom, there's impaired attention because there's too little amount of stress. We're either in too little amount of stress or we're in too much amount of stress. And the too much is when we get to burnout. It's when we actually start having health issues, when our our mind is not able to catch a break. But there's this massive zone in the middle. Think of stress as a bell curve. There's this massive zone in the middle, which is called eustress. Eustress is positive stress. It's spelled E-U-S-T-R-E-S-S, eustress. And then the two zones on the other end of the bell curve are de-stress. And so you think about that bell curve, the top part of the bell curve, which would be your performance, is where eustress lives. And then on either side of too little stress or too much stress, there's it's the negative stress. But in that middle zone right there, you stress is positive stress. That's where you have focused attention, emotional balance, rational thinking. This is the zone when you want to set goals. And whenever I am setting goals with clients or with friends, there's always kind of that, that Goldilocks zone. It's like too hot, too cold, just right. Too much stress, too little stress, just enough stress. So there can be, you can set, there's such thing as setting too lofty goals or too little goals. Most people set goals that are, too attainable, that are too easy. And if you set a goal that's too easy, you're not going to be motivated by it. It's going to be like, ah, you're not even going to think about it. But on the flip side, if you set a goal that's way too audacious, it's not going to motivate you. So there's a sweet spot in between. Like if I said, okay, in the next 90 days, I want to become a New York Times bestselling author, that would be put me in a state of de-stress. It would be overwhelming to the point where it actually wouldn't be motivated to do it and I wouldn't do anything. But if I said, okay, I'm going to write one page in a book by the next 90 days, then that's going to be too little. That's not going to be enough for me. So there's a sweet spot in between. Let's say I say I'm going to write um, 700 words a day for the next 90 days. That's a that, that goal right there stresses me out a little bit in the good way. It makes me amped to start working on it. So that's the idea of you stress. But furthermore, what I want to think about physiologically, if you think about it, uh, we're always trying to avoid stress. But here's what I've learned and what I really practice, which is leaning into the stress and voluntarily going into the stress. If you don't find the stress and if you don't voluntarily choose to put yourself in stressful situations, the stressful situations will find you. That's why every day I will lean into that edge. I call it the edge zone. 
this edge theory, if you will, which is leaning into that edge, that edge where you feel like you want to quit, you want to stop, whether it's a workout, whether it's learning something new and pushing yourself there. Uh, physically, I, I love the cold. This is why I love cold showers or cold tubs because it really does it for you or any type of workout that gets you to that point uh, of breath work does the same thing. Any of that work that puts you into that stressful situation, there's growth that's happening there. You microdose it. So microdose the stress on your account Otherwise, the stress will find you and it will take over you. But what happens is when you lean into it and you can flip the on-off switch of stress, when I go do that, and y'all can relate if you're crushing workouts, y'all know what I'm talking about. Or you're going for runs or sprints or whatever it is, physically or mentally too, whatever mental stress you're leaning into, lean into that consciously. And when you flip that on-off switch, when you can flip it back off, then your body goes back into rest and digest mode. Then your body knows the difference between stressful situation and not stressful situation. Think of it as a switch you're flipping. And when you can control that, the other things that would stress you out, they're not going to stress you out anymore. I, I really learned this the first time I went to Iceland and I did a Wim Hof expedition and we went uh, in, we broke the ice with, with ice axes on a lake and do dove into the lake and did uh, eight minute ice bath in the lake. And we climbed a mountain in nothing but our shorts in negative freezing temperatures with wind chills up to 30, negative 30. It was un un insane. And that was one of the things that pushed me the hardest. But I remember coming back from that trip and for, for so long, like, Nothing seemed to phase me. What used to be something stressful, whether sitting in traffic or if I was running late or, you know, I got a flurry of emails from clients or, you know, Slack was firing off, whatever it might be. Those things just didn't seem to phase me. And the more that I leaned into those to, to micro dosing that stress and to voluntary, voluntarily putting myself into that suffering in those doses on a daily basis, it kept up, it kept up with that. And little things did not stress me out anymore because I was training my body to learn the difference between real stress and perceived stress. And so you have control to do that. And then all of a sudden it's like a muscle that you build and the same way you build muscle. How do you build muscle? You have to tear the muscle fibers. It's stressful. That that's that on your body physiologically is a stressful situation. Your body does not like that, but it builds. That's how you build things. You got to tear down to build things. So this is this is what I wanted to share with you all today, was, which is that we can really use stress as our friend. And anytime you think about like, oh, I don't want to be stressed out or oh, like I'm so stressed out at work, like I wish I could just quit my job and then be chilling on the beach. How long can you actually do that for? Like realistically, if you think about it, and I, I've tried it, and if you ever quit your job or you've taken extended vacation, you probably know. Think about all the people that go into retirement and come out of retirement every single year because of this exact thing. They work, 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 work. They're stressed out, stressed out, stressed out, and the bad kind of stressed, and then they quit and they think everything's going to be better, but what happens is they have too little stress, and that becomes just as debilitating as too much stress. So we want to find the sweet spot in between everything that we do and the best way to increase the depth of that sweet spot and to really get the most out of that sweet spot is to voluntarily microdose that stress. So get after it today, whatever it might be due, whatever you might be doing, whether, whether it's learning a language, whether it's learn, doing the Rubik's Cube or a puzzle or, um, or doing sprints, wind sprints, or doing a cold shower or getting out of bed on your first alarm, whatever these things are, crushing a workout, whatever these things are, find out what those triggers are. Breath work is another great one. Find out what those triggers are and lean into that and build your tolerance and your whole entire life will change. So stress is your best friend. Use it or lose it. It's so much fun when you start to microdose that and get out to it. And it doesn't take long for you to see. This is why when you feel the relief after your workout and you feel the edge out, this is why we're addicted to the working out because it helps. It gives us that relief, gives us that release and increases our stress tolerance. So you stress, de-stress, y'all got it. Keep finding the good stress and I love y'all. I will catch you next time.
Keep being stressed out, baby. Let's go.